Welcome to It's Your Turn podcast. This is Sky. I'm a functional medicine certified health coach, and I specialize in helping midlife women to prioritize their health, their happiness, and to learn how to really put themselves back on the list. I would love you to join us as we share anything and everything to do with self-improvement. This is Sky, and today I'm sharing a mini episode talking about calories in, calories out as a strategy for weight loss. You know, I work with women with the weight loss piece because I relate so much to where they're at, um, to the struggle. You know, I still struggle to maintain my weight loss. It is never easy. I do believe that, you know, we are, you know, genetically predisposed to obesity and to the struggle. We are all wired differently. Some of us have, you know, constant, um, what they refer to as food noise. And I totally related to that when I heard that term, because it's almost like this obsessive behavior around food. You're thinking of your next meal while you're eating. Um, you have a hard time just having a bite of something without going back and back. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to reel it in. Um, which is why I think that for so many years I was on, you know, this on or off mentality of dieting. And that's, that's the piece that I'm always trying to help women to overcome, to look at their, their own patterns and behaviors around, around food. Well, as I, you know, look back at my history and I have a long history of dieting and going on every plan under the sun and, Every program, you know, if there was a magic pill out there back in my day, I tried it. Um, some of these plans, I was successful in losing weight and sometimes even a very impressive amount of weight. Um, I lost almost 70 pounds uh, doing a protein, like protein shakes, and it was supposedly doctor supervised. Um, and I lost that in about three months. So I've done some crazy and very extreme things. And so you know, the calories in calories out is not news to me. I, you know, I think Weight Watchers kind of falls along the same line, you know, they, they track with points, but of course, you know, it's kind of the same idea that different foods are assigned different amounts of points, depending on how many calories they have. And I think that they've come a long way in encouraging, you know, more free points for the better foods and whole foods. Um, but you're able to eat a lot of variety on Weight Watchers, which, you know, that can be a good thing. It can be also be a bad thing. But I do think that um, Weight Watchers has always been good at uh, teaching people moderation. You know, I, I've done Weight Watchers in the past and had success with it. And I also liked that it was kind of a gradual process. You know, when when you're when you're the one trying to lose the weight in the moment, I think we we don't like the idea of gradual. We like the idea of you know losing a lot of weight in a short time. But I am here to say that the faster that you lose the weight, the faster that the weight comes back on normally with, you know, additional weight over the years that I was kind of stuck in this cycle. I definitely dieted my way up to 300 pounds. I got to 298 actually. Um, but it had a lot to do with the extreme measures that I was taking and that I wasn't able to, you know, moderate. I wasn't able to think of the way I was eating or treating my body as a lifestyle. It was a plan. There was an endpoint. I had a goal. I was in a hurry. 
Um, and so I guess when I'm talking about calories in, calories out, I did a couple posts today on, on social media, um, and I really spent a lot of time thinking how to word it because, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to turn around and say, you know, I've lost 50 pounds doing counting calories and I've lost 60 pounds on Weight Watchers. Um, and there is no doubt that 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 can happen. Um, but there's, there's an easier way. And it's not just that it's easier. I mean, I think by simplifying this process, I think our chances of making it a lifestyle are a lot higher. To me, it's simplified in the way that it changes your relationship with food. When, when, when you switch from counting calories and counting points and counting macros to focusing on the types of food that you're eating, it's as if your body just naturally regulates itself and the amount of food that you take in. It's, it is crazy because I have a big appetite. I, I've always, you know, kind of been a fast eater. <laughs> um, and so when I first went through kind of a elimination diet, kind of like a detox, but probably even a little more extreme than just a sugar detox, because I was cutting out a lot of different, uh, foods that I could have sensitivities to, and it was all related to autoimmunity. But when I went through this process, um, it took a little while. It took a week or so. I shouldn't say that a few weeks, probably for my brain to catch up with my body's signals. I was so used to eating at certain times during the day. I was so used to the habit of snacking. Um, I was so used to feeling hungry all the time that it took me a little bit to recognize that I'm not even hungry. Like, you know, days started coming that I was like, wow, I haven't even thought about food and it's been three hours, you know, um, because we do get in such a habit of eating constantly. And more than that, depending on the types of foods we're eating, if we're eating kind of your standard American diet with, you know, a lot of uh, processed foods in the mix and, you know, hidden sugars and, uh, hidden sugars that are in a lot of our sauces, condiments, dressings, um, pastas, rices, you know, there's just so much hidden sugar. Um, I, I have to say that because I think when we say sugar, a lot of people automatically think, well, I don't eat that much sugar. And I was always somebody who was the first one to say, I don't have a sweet tooth. I don't really eat a lot of sugar. I don't buy a lot of sugary foods. But once I really started learning about all the hidden sugars, I recognized that, yes, I do eat a lot of sugar which is causing my blood sugar to spike and crash all day long, which is causing ongoing cravings, which is making me want to snack all day. And, you know, and then I would kind of crash and get hungry again in such a short time, you know, and then you combine that with somebody who, you know, kind of experiences that whole uh, <laughs> food noise, as they say, as far as kind of having that addictive behavior around food, it was not a good combination. And, it took a little while for um, for my body to regulate and my brain to catch up with that. And within a pretty short time, I just wasn't feeling hungry all the time, you know, and I combined that also with probably because it was the first time in my life I had ever intentionally added a lot of nutrient dense foods, a lot of leafy green foods and salads. And I did not eat a lot of vegetables. I did not grow up eating a lot of vegetables. I did not raise my kids eating a lot of vegetables, unfortunately. Um, but I just, 
you know, I think for the first time, it's like your body is always hungry for what it needs. And I had never been actually, you know, eating the right types of foods. So I think that combined with cutting out all this, you know, addictive sugar and, and uh, stabilizing my blood sugar allowed me to really drop some weight. Um, you know, I had gone through a weight loss transformation years ago and always struggling to maintain my weight. And it's so much easier now <laughs> because it's only been about three years um, that I have gone through, like I said, the elimination diet and kind of cut all these foods out of my plan. And it has changed my relationship with food. I mean, you know, I, I had a podcast, my last podcast, talking a lot about um, weight loss medication. So I don't want to get too far off track on that. Um, but people are successful with these weight, lo weight loss medications because they say for a lot of them, it quiets the food noise. And meaning that, you know, instead of having those, you know, kind of addictive behaviors around food and thinking about food a lot, um, they say that it was like, the peace came over them and they weren't thinking about food like they used to. And it was kind of more of a whisper rather than something that went on in their head all day long. Um, that's what cutting sugar out does. And so, you know, I got on quite a long tangent about the sugar. Um, but honestly, the calories in, calories out and the point system and those, you know, counting macros, they will work. And it, it honestly, works up to a certain set point, because as I started to say, we all, you know, are kind of predisposed with a certain set point that our body wants to keep us at. And so for many women, you're going to have a little aha here because for many of us, including myself, there is a certain point where, you know, if you've gone, you know, back and forth with your weight, like I had for so many years, there's always this certain point that I could never get past. And if I got past it, it was like white knuckling it and it would not last long. And then it, it, it was funny because it wouldn't necessarily be that something big threw me off track or wasn't that I, you know, went on vacation and it just, I just would end up losing my resolve and going back, right. Taking steps backwards in, in my eating plan, which at that time was more like going off my diet, right. Cause it was always a program or a diet. And so I totally get that when I learned that, that we do, you know, we all have a certain set point. And I learned a little more that some people set point or bodies regulate at a kind of a leaner, leaner place, I guess. And some of us are just predisposed to storing more fat because we all know those friends or those family members that can eat like a horse and never gain any weight. And, you know, we can look at something and feel like we gain five pounds. You know, it's just, it's such a difference because we are all wired differently and our bodies and our metabolisms. I mean, there's so much to it. So the truth of the matter being that you can lose weight using those methods and to a certain point, you know, our, our bodies are intelligent and they're not going to allow you to get past, you know, these certain set points uh, without super extreme measures. And I mean, you'll start losing hair, your systems will start slowing down. To make it more sustainable, realistic, um, something that you can adapt into your lifestyle. Having done it all the different ways, I have done medication years ago. Um, that was the magic pill in the nineties was Fenfen. I have done Weight Watchers. I have done Atkins. I have done keto. I, I mean, there's South beach, 
you name it. I mean, Dexaterm diet pills. Um, there was just nothing that I hadn't used to lose weight. And like I said, a lot of the times, I mean, most of these plans will work. Are they sustainable? No. 90, I think it's 97% of people who lose weight in a hurry, gain it back within the first year. And so having done all these different things and then to finally experience what it's like to cut out uh, processed foods and sugar, um, processed foods being you know, engineered to be addictive. They, ha they have additives. They are scientifically proven, especially the ultra processed foods like frozen pizzas, um, fast food, um, Twinkies, you know, a lot of the cereals. I mean, there's just an insane amount of our foods that we eat every day that are engineered to be addictive, you know, and then you have sugar that is, they say, proven to be seven, eight more times addictive than cocaine. Um, you know, you take those foods out of your, out of your diet and you just, it just simplifies everything. You don't have the cravings. It changes your relationship with food. You're not having to count. You're not having to sit there and, you know, uh, leave the table unsatisfied. You know, you would be amazed how much less you eat when you eat certain types of foods, you know, and people going through the sugar detoxes, uh, with me, um, I've held some challenges, um, are amazed at the foods that you can eat. You know, they go in thinking, oh, I'm going to have to eat tossed green salad the whole 21 days. It's nothing like that. It's amazing how much good food you can eat when you cut out sugar. It's whole foods. You can make a roast and uh, vegetables, you know, soups and stews and chilies and a million different ways you can make salads with different, um, you know, quality protein meat. So it's just night and day. And to see people still you know, going through that process and, you know, and I'm not um, trying to be judgmental because if it's working for you, then that, that is great. What, who I'm speaking to are the people it's not working for, who are struggling, who keep going back and forth with the different types of diets that I'm talking about. Um, and it's not working for them and they don't feel satisfied. And when you are working on a plan, say it's a diet, we'll call it a plan that is leaving you unsatisfied, resentful, um, white knuckling it, that's not a lifestyle. You know, that's, that's not a lifestyle. That's something that you'll go off of for two weeks at a time, and then you'll get back on it to try to, you know, damage control. I mean, that, that's all that is. I mean, I hear so many women, and I did this myself, um, get on keto because, you know, if you really follow keto, you can lose weight pretty quickly. Um, it always ends. We always go off of it. It's not sustainable. Um, and therefore, you're going through that cycle where you're, you know, it's, it's a hard cycle to go through to regain weight and then to have to fight to lose it again. Sometimes we just give up, put up our hands. I think I did that for a couple of years before I finally decided to do the hard work and figure out what it was going to take, figure out my patterns and, and do things differently. And, you know, I, I, learn moderation and I got uh, physically active and lost, you know, my bulk of my weight years ago. Um, but like I said, it's been a struggle and I've tried different things to maintain my weight loss. And since I've cut out sugar, it is night and day. And so I just kind of wanted to explain how, how that works and how you don't have to go through and track all your food and count your calories and limit yourself um, and I'm not saying it's a free-for-all. What I'm saying is when you start eating whole foods and cut out processed, uh, you know, addictive, hidden sugar, you know, crappy foods, 
it, your body just figures it out. You just don't eat as often. You don't snack as often. You're not hungry as often. It quiets the food noise. You don't have the ongoing cravings that sugar creates and those types of foods create. So I just, you know, I just wanted to put it out there. I have done a handful of group sugar detox challenges um, that were so much fun. And, you know, there's always a good handful or more of people in each group that has really gone all in, gone through the pains of detoxing and got to experience how it feels to be, be free of all of that, be free of the inflammation, the cravings. And these people are still going today. I mean, I've got some people that um, have really done amazing uh, amounts of weight loss. They feel so energetic. My husband is one of them. He doesn't, you know, the only time he gets weighed, he's so not worried about the scale or how much he weighs. The only time he gets weighed is when he goes to the doctor. So I don't know how much he is down now, but for sure it's over 40 pounds since January. And he's just figured out what, what parts of this is sustainable to him. He does not feel tempted to eat like he used to eat. And I am so amazed, impressed, um, because he's not somebody who ever tuned into even being interested in losing weight. But over the last, I don't know, five, six years, you know, slowly his weight had crept up. And more than that, it's his energy. He just did not have his energy anymore. And he felt it and he did not like the way he was feeling. And so when he went into this, um, that's that was his motivation is you know, I don't want to feel like this the rest of my life. I want, uh, you know, I'm still young enough. I still want to be active. I still want to have my energy and strength and be able to do the projects I want to do without petering out in an hour. Right. So that's his motivation. And I don't know, I've just seen so many people be successful in making lasting changes. And so I'm currently working on incorporating this 21 day detox into a 90 day course that I want to help women to make lasting changes. And it's going to have to be more than just the nutrition piece. I want to help them with the mindset piece. I want to help you to fix your focus. I want to help you to become aware of the patterns and the behavior behaviors that are keeping you stuck. Um, I have really done a lot of work on myself, especially with the mindset piece. And I really feel like that is so key to really grasping this as a lifestyle. And so kind of stay tuned. I'm going to keep people updated um, both on my Facebook page and also on my website. So um, it's yourhealthmatters.biz, B-I-Z. And email me, message me anytime. If you know anybody who this podcast or any of my podcasts would benefit, if you have a friend or family member who's trying to, you know, get, get control of their health and could use some positivity, please share this with them. Um, you can open it up. You can text the, the link to them. You can share it on your social media. If you do that, please tag me. I love when people share um, to just help get the word out. So thank you so much for taking your time to listen. I know everybody's busy and uh, I really appreciate you being here.